Check mic two. Check check mic two. Check right. check one two three. Should be on some crazy, crazy type of time right now, but I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna I'm chill. Only if y'all know what happened over the weekend, but I'll get into it. goes into my comma earlier tie this dude 21 might have the best i think he has the best year he might have had the best year hands down Don't worry, I'm about to turn up on y'all for a minute. Hold on, hold on. Can't forget what just happened. We really about to talk about this time. How to sit in the hyperbolic chamber on y'all asses. can't remember was it was it four was it three how, how many do you have ty what you mean how many touchdowns did that man haskins have on that ass how many tell me how many i can't remember for the people watching on youtube or patreon how many fingers do i got up we'll talk about it 
songs that came out this year but you are tuned in to speak your mind 2.0 speak your mind what's good y'all i have to calm myself because nigga you ain't calm boy go ahead get that shout out you know you want to go ahead let's go okay granted that was my ear drums but i had to take it hey man one more time let's go blow hold on where's my round of applause goddamn hold on i'll give y'all a fucking round of applause man shit Took y'all do 10 years to finally beat us but y'all finally got i don't want to hear that let these Buckeye fans, I'm getting tired of these Buckeye fans trying to hold up And you up act this like y'all Michigan ten- fans don't keep bringing up the no, past, too. No, no, Well, I mean, we yes, re- relevantly, yes, we can we yes. can say it. Listen, right here. Relevantly, we can still we can still bring up the past because we still have the record over y'all. That's what I'm saying. Y'all act okay. like y'all still don't want to bring up the past and what comes to that. And you but, know, y'all dominated us in the 90s. But I'm talking about right now, right here. Yes, you guys had that little eight-game Win nine game win streak. That's fine. Over with. All them all them win streaks are done. Canceled. Finito. Dunzo. Let's make sure this that next year it doesn't restart another trend. Nope. Because what did I Ty, what did I say? What what did I say? The beginning of the end is here. Goddamn. The beginning of the end is here. Where's my stuff? Okay. Yes. <sighs> Alright, my bad. We didn't even intro this. It's your boy, Seth. It's your boy, T.Y. I'm a little under weather right now, but it is what it is. Yes, yeah, sir. Everybody tired, for real. It's been a long, long weekend, long couple days and stuff. But we are here to give you this content and talk about the magnificent job them Wolverines did on them Buckeyes, boy. Look at you dropping stuff already. Hey, man, I'm just excited because it feels good, man. It feels fantastic. 
Ten years, yeah. It got to feel good. Feels good. See, again, they they always trying to slight us with this 10-year shit. It don't matter. It kind of does. It matter, don't matter. It kind of does. Because in all reality, I'm, we know what should have happened in 16. It's not even just that. We know, up in, up I'll until, give you eight. Up until I'll give you last, 18. Up until last weekend, there was actually multiple games y'all should have beat us. 2013, y'all was right there. 2016. I give you for sure. That's what I just said. 2016 was the real the real game. We really 2017, y'all was there, but y'all choked that. 18, that revenge tour. Like, we were ready for that, but defensively not. Apparently not. Secondary was not was not it. But I'm telling you right now. And then we all know what happened in 2020. Like I said, we had to sit in the hyper. I'll, I'll admit 2020, we had to sit in the hyperbolic chamber for y'all. That's fine. I will come out and say that no Michigan, no other Michigan fan will come out and accept it, but it's it's fine. But just, we just say we sat down. Yeah, just say y'all dodged this. It's all good. We had to get in the hyperbolic chamber so we can get strong and beat y'all asses. That's and what and we again, did. Again, it goes to my point. Y'all have to fake having COVID to finally get in that mindset of taking this game seriously. Not faking COVID, but, you know, there was a COVID outbreak. Out there, so only we, two players on the team got it. The rest of them could have so made what, the trip. So what, Ty? That means every if that don't mean look at everybody on in the NFL right now. Everybody that has COVID is gone. So literally, everybody has to sit sit down for two weeks. What do you think we had to do for uh, college? For you acting like the players that got COVID couldn't just sit back in Ann Arbor while the rest of the team travels. Right, but at the same time, they were exposed. They exposed everybody. So might okay, as well. Okay, that's the thing. You test the team, see who's positive, see who's negative, and if you, you just might back. as well just sit everybody down. It's okay. The hi- like I said, the hyperbolic chamber did us well, and I'm proud of it. I will not take any way anything away from that. We we had to do what we had to do. I can't I can't be mad at it. But furthermore, man. For for we don't even got no topics today. We just we just all about the uh, the game. And it's not even. But we ain't got topics. But it's just a lot of sports and college and college stuff going on. Yeah, that's, this that's like real. That that just happened drastically overnight. Mm-hmm. So just profit. Just just hang in with us. Yeah, this just, episode just, is just, just, just bear really it, just bear with it. Because like I said, we plan on just talking about the game itself. But after Saturday, Sunday was just a win, like a whole three sixty of. Coaches just leaving. Coaches, all that stuff. I'm like, what is going on right now? Just put it in – excuse me. Put it in perspective of uh, – was it? what did they call it uh, when all the NFL uh, coaches leave? Is it like Black Black Sunday or Black Friday – or not Black Friday, but like <laughs> something something crazy like that. It that, that same thing happened in college this past weekend, basically. All right, so topic at hand. Let's just go and get out the way. Michigan, they beat Ohio State. Woo! Straight up, they kicked our ass. Ain't no if ands and ain't no if ands a bust about it. They was a better team. They wanted them more. So now my thing is this: Can y'all niggas do the Big Ten justice and not fuck up the playoff once y'all win the Big Ten? Cause y'all beat in Iowa. Yeah, we beat in Iowa. But I, in my opinion, I won't go that far. So as a Wolverine fan, but again, like I said, a or realist. As, a, as I said, I say as a realist. As a realist, but you know my bias. I, you know my bias will show. No matter what, but as a realist, realist brain right here. Um, it just depends on the matchup. So if we stay at two, and then Bama drops, and whoever they decide to uh, put up there with, along with um, you got Oklahoma State, you got Notre Dame, Cincy. Cincy. Oddly enough, 
you, I don't know how far you guys are going to drop. I'll but say, you guys, I'll say, I'll say they'll put us at seven or eight. You guys could find a definitely find a way back up in there somehow. But I don't want us in. I don't want us in the playoff this year. Like nineteen was the year we really should have wanted. Twenty twenty. I mean, we really wanted Clemson, and that's really what we got. And then we just had to face Alabama in our offense in twenty twenty. So, mm-hmm. but this year, I mean, overall, just looking at Ohio State's body of work. Um, this was this is this year was just a learning tr- learning curve for everybody. You that was know? fact. I'll give you that because you guys are the, one of the or if not the youngest team in the nation. Yeah, that's right. Like we had a first year QB who people at one point didn't want him to start. Then once he got healthy, they were like, "Oh, he should be Heisman." But then against Michigan, it's like, "No, nah, he shouldn't start next year." My, my, first of all, I need to get this out the way. Any real Buckeye fans out there know they're gonna ride with the Buckeyes regardless. But any fake Buckeye fans as is hopping on bandwagons and shit, please sit the fuck on. <laughs> because the shit y'all be coming at CJ Stroud for is utterly ridiculous. You really expect a whole then 19, 20-year-old to come in and just go bananas I in mean, his first year start. Granted, he lived up to most of those expectations, mm-hmm. but again, he never started a college football game in his life up until this year. So what makes you think? I mean, you got you got your other phenoms out there, like you had the Menzels. Yeah, you you had you that, had but Johnny it's like, footballs. but it's like still though, everybody ain't everybody like everybody else. Right. Some people need time to develop, and he Most needed definitely. time to develop. And he was playing on a messed up shoulder, so that tells me enough about the substance too. And he was playing sick in the game last weekend, so I don't want to. I don't really want to hear about the sickness that no nah, like, nah, i give you the shoulder no nah, no nah, it was confirmed he was playing sick they say uh, he even lost his voice at um when he was in the press conference but still that just showed how much he wanted to still play and like yeah. still try to get the win so i give you that but so I don't, if anybody's questioning his leadership y'all can go ahead and miss me with that because he's truly a leader on the team but just overall though just it was a learning curve because ryan day up until this point was uh undefeated for two years in the big 10 in regular play so he was bound to lose a game eventually it just so happened to be two Michigan, but he had to face some adversity, right? You know, and then just overall, like you know, with the coaching staff, you know, I truly believe like Combs is gone. I I, I wouldn't necessarily say gone. I'll say probably they might keep him just as the defensive, gone. I mean, defensive back coach. <laughs> gone. But I would not be shocked if he does leave gone. or they let him go and pay him out. Um, but I bet his buyout is stupid cheap. He's gone, Ty. I'm telling you that right now. He's gone. <laughs> Again, I wouldn't be shocked. But um, yeah, I think he's gone. But it's like, do you still keep Matt Barnes for what he did when he took over? His calling the defensive plays. Like, do you still what keep was, him? Do you, or do you promote him to the new de- uh, defensive back coach? What was his role before you guys gave him uh control of the defense? Or oh, uh, well, he was uh working with the special teams and he was working with the DBs. Hmm. Well, I won't be shocked. I don't know, cause he did prove he did prove himself, uh, in regards to getting the team ready. Uh, after in, the in a short in a short time span. So like, imagine if he actually was right. The, I feel. I mean, the the full fledged defense coordinator. If he was that, I think we don't we don't lose that many. I don't think we lose the Oregon. Mm. I don't know. I feel like you guys might give him a chance. Uh, you guys might – you're definitely bringing in someone with him, though. Oh, I definitely – because, like, I was hearing rumors about Gary Patterson, but I think the thing with Ohio State is, like, we so tight-knit, bonded with people that's that has ties to the program. Right, I just yeah. feel like we need to step out of that and, like, reach. See, now that was the problem with us, too, 
because that was the whole we need a Michigan man. We've been trying to get a Michigan man for years. Granted, I mean, uh, Jim is a, a Michigan man, damn near played for Michigan and did pretty well. But that was my whole uh, thing with that whole thing, too. It was like, you know, we're seeing the evolution of college football. We're seeing the evolution of the offenses. So it's like, let's go out and find that that guy, that mind that um, can enforce that. But like, because like we had that in 2019 with Jeff Athlete. You know, he came from the 49ers, literally turned that turned that defense to like the top a top three defense. You know, but fortunately, you know, he ended up going to Boston College and like as we about to go to the playoff, I'm like, dang, dude, you just got here. But it is what it is. But I just think for Ohio State, we need to we need to reach outside the program. It's just not uh, reach outside of the close people we have in the program is just branch out to see which what's out there. Yeah, to see what's out there. And um, real quick to kind of wrap up on the Buckeye season. Um, just yeah, this team was just real young because it, it showed like a lot of young people had to step up mm-hmm. to let these veterans know like, look, y'all gonna be gone. This is gonna be y'all program now. So y'all better do y'all justice. But Y'all going to be straight, though, for sure. Yeah, I think – yeah, we going to be straight. And I just feel like going into next year, you know, when we got a lot of – again, a lot of people coming back, especially people coming back from injury because I feel like if we had Tyler Friday and Josh Proctor play playing this year, I think the defense d- does look a little bit different. That secondary looks a little bit a little, a little bit different with Proctor back there. I yeah, because honestly, I, I'm not a big fan of Bryson. So I'm, I, I'm just being honest. But Isn't that the uh, the new freshman that just came in? No, he ain't no freshman. Sure, I'm trying. What number is he? Seventeen. Oh, okay, never mind. You thinking of Lathan Ransom? Yeah. Um. Well, on the buck for me on the Buckeyes, <clears throat> y'all, Columbus, all y'all, calm down, y'all fine. Ryan Day is y'all y'all's coach. C.J. Stroud is probably your quarterback. Granted, we'll see what what happens when we get into spring ball. Oh, and that's another thing too. And what what did I tell you? I called that. I called that oh, yeah, shit too. You did. Uh, the, Ty told me off camera, or he hit me. Uh, uh, texted me off camera. It wasn't even just that. I've been said it before. Yeah, he been he been saying this. He's been saying this since the beginning of the year. But uh, it became official with Jack Miller uh, entering the transfer portal. Tra- transfer portal. portal. Thank you. Uh, so now, yesterday. So now that means Kyle McCord and now Quinn Ewers can finally battle out for that Second. number two spot. Mm-hmm. But do you think it is a chance that uh, Quinn, Quinn Ewers or uh, who'd you say? Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord might have a chance to become the starter after what happened with CJ this year and depending on what happens in, in your guys' bowl game. Do you think if if it's a small, it's like a two percent chance? You think so? Happen. Yes, because Stroud is not giving up that spot. Because literally, this will this season will actually help motivate him to play even better his uh, redshirt sophomore year slash junior year. Now, with that being said, do you think they want they can sit sit tight for two more years? One of them can, the other one won't. Which one? Kyle McCord ain't gonna sit for another two years. Because he's he's been there the longest, yeah. Quote unquote. He just right? he just yeah he yeah came from the twenty 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 one class, so yeah he'll have a full year into in the program. But Ewers, he got time. Okay, so remind you, this dude's like seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's no really it's no point to really rush him to get on the field. But if Damn, he does, he is, isn't he? He left. He really did leave school early. They wasn't pay, they Yo. wasn't about to pay him, bro. See that this um. 
name, image, and likeness, is, boy, it is about to be scary, bro. Right, but it's so yeah, like McCord, like I mean, uh, Ewers, like he'll be fine. Like he's gonna eventually start, but just right now, this is it's Stroud's time. Let Stroud be him. Mm-hmm. I f- I feel like you guys are good in good hands with CJ. Um, like my only my only critique, and you know this, just needs to get that that clock in his head. He needs to. Be, don't be scared, CJ. Look, look at me. If you ever watch this video, don't be scared. I'll zoom in on him on that. You're a nigga. Just remember that you can run. <laughs> you have that God gifted ability. <laughs> Most niggas can't do that. So don't be scared to just take off and run. But I hope you know. If I would have ever seen you play football, and if I was on that team uh, last Saturday. Or on Saturday, and you were doing that woozy little run you just did to get into the end zone when you guys got that uh, that call. Man, I would have lit your behind up, boy. I would have got ejected. Honestly, if that was Peppers or uh, Hudson, they oh my god, I would have lit. Whoo, boy, you are so lucky. I don't know what what they were thinking because that was prime time. Because they slowed up because they saw the flood. That's why they didn't. Really Man, I don't care, bro. You make a statement. I need one of my. I need Josh Ross to make a statement on that young man. Let let him know what you're getting into for the next three four years. You know that nigga Ross probably gone anyway. Too. Yeah, he gone. He a senior. <laughs> but I'm let, leave him a reminder of what he's going to be facing the next three I to four years. I think he got a reminder after he sat in the cold when everybody get rushed in the field. Mm, so. I was about to say that he, Cali boy. He didn't. He don't know nothing about that. So, but but yeah, just overall though, I think we we gonna be fine next year. It's yeah. Just after the after the, after whatever bowl game we go to, I just feel like the clock starts. Well, it's been started since we left Ann Arbor Saturday, so mm-hmm. that's my thing. But now I already know, so go ahead, <sighs> speak your speak your piece. Hassan Haskins, I swear to God, man, I love you, man. Heisman, you know, fuck. Sorry, dog. Um, man, I can't I can't say enough right now, man. It's just it feels good, bro. It just feels good. Um. Where where do I start? Where do I start? Uh, I know where to start, y'all. O line. Yes, O line. For real, for real, I was very res. Uh, I had a lot of reservations on our O line. Um, I didn't think I didn't know if we were gonna come out with this type of um, uh, toughness. Um, I didn't think we had the uh, the pieces to run the football. Granted, because last year, I mean, last year we didn't. It was a struggle. The play calling was a struggle. Finding key players, trying to get them in the right positions, it was a struggle last year. It was hard, but this year definitely, it, it definitely showed me we got we got some talent for sure. Uh, offense line, props to you. Um, best, I feel like damn near best best offensive line of in the country, pretty much. It's up there. Um, what else? <sighs> Running backs, man. We are golden. Uh, we are golden for the next three to four years, bro. What did I tell you? We are golden. Um, what did I tell you about who y'all need as y'all running back coach? I mean, it was that was a, a given. I don't know why it took so long. For, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know why it took him so long to get back in here. I don't know what shadow banning or whatever was going on behind the scenes. But thank you, Mike Hart, for coming back. Thank you, the Michigan Athletic Department, for bringing him back to the family. Appreciate y'all. Um, I, I really believe if we 
if we just get one more per like one more big name, quote unquote, uh, Charles Woodson. Um, I was gonna say Desmond, but that's not that's not happening. Nah, Desmond's not leaving uh, ESPN. But Charles, if you ever ever want to come back and coach the secondary, bro, man, I feel like we would be we would be unstoppable. We really would be. Um, besides that, what? What 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 you trying to say? Uh, I wasn't saying nothing. I was waiting for you to say because I already know who you gonna probably say next. Uh, now nah, I'm gonna I'm get into this quarterback play. Cade, I don't know what to say about you, man. You you have been the consistency that we've been missing for a very long time, sir. Since Chad Henney. Yeah. Nah, I mean I'll give you uh, Rudock Ryan Rudock or Matt Rudock, excuse me. Uh, when we when he came over from Iowa, funny enough, um, and then Denard. Denar was pretty consistent too, but uh, you saw what happened when he. But still, you saw what happened after 2011 when they did what they did with him. I mean, they schemed for him very well, and I mean, granted, we didn't really have a lot of uh, weapons on the outside. It was just mostly the running game. So, he, neither here nor there. Uh, Cade, I appreciate you, bro. But we really we do have a dilemma though. We have mo- we have three dilemmas that I want to address. One. The quarterback position, because I do not know how long that they are going to keep JJ on the sideline. My thing is how long they're going to keep running this two, two uh, quarterback system because eventually someone's going to scheme for that. Facts, but I feel like they're going to keep running it because no, they are. No, yeah, they are because next year, Kate is a senior. I don't. Um, yeah, Kate is a senior, and JJ is going to be a sophomore. I feel like we're going to see a lot more of that two two tandem quarterback system, but it's going to be packages. So um I believe I don't know I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to decide if it's going to be Corum and McCarthy in the backfield or is it going to be McCarthy and Edwards in the backfield? Then you get Cade and Corum. That's what I think. That's how I think they're going to break it up. That's that's the two the two system quarterback, uh, what uh version that they're that they're going to give us, I think that's that's the way they're going to go for next year. Receivers, I feel like uh they're going to be elevated next year. Everybody is coming back. The only downfall is the defensive line, offensive line, and two of the I mean linebacking core a little bit, and then the secondary a little bit because we're losing Josh Ross and. Uh, Daxton Hill and Hutchinson. Well, I know. Well, I'm I'm not. Yeah, and we're in Hutchinson, but I mean that was already a foregone conclusion. So, but I I believe uh that Ajabo is gonna take that leap next year, and then we just uh commit. We just got a commit from uh Virginia, a four star D tackle that uh that looks really good. So, and on top of that. During that game, yo, we had so many top uh, prospects in that building. I think I think the uh, our recruiting class is about to be top ten this year. By by the end of National Signing Day, we're not going to be seventeen no more. We're definitely going to be in the top ten. I promise you that. It's it's about to be scary. It's about to be so scary. Time. I'm telling you right now. You can book. You can book that. Book it because we about to get Damani Jackson, the number or a five star top top ten top five cornerback 
in the nation. Now, see, the funny thing is, is like I know I follow his cousin because she lives here. Mm-hmm. She says she knows where he's going, and I try to get it out of her, but she ain't saying nothing until he says something. He's coming, but she did say he is a Michigan fan. But at the same time, though, his dream school that he said that is his dream school. But he's already committed to USC. That's fine. No, he decommitted. He did. Com- I thought he was already committed. He he was still committed, uh, even with all the uh, controversy going on with the head coaching. But no, nah, no, nah, he decommitted. He decommitted. Oh, yeah. I thought he was already. Uh, I thought he was still committed. No, nah, he you know he been decommitted for like about a week or week or two. But oh. uh, but no, nah, she did say that. Yes, he is a Michigan fan. But as far as playing wise, he doesn't like playing in the cold. Don't matter. Just saying. Don't matter. That that environment don't matter. Don't matter. Just saying. Don't matter. If you, Ty, tell we we were watching the game at your crib and we were saying like, bro, if we were there, just imagine, just imagine being there, and I'm carrying being, you out the stadium, bro. No, I'm just saying, but for a, a a recruit looking at like, okay, this is a potential place to play at and a potential landing landing spot, don't matter, bro. I don't I don't care how cold it is, I don't care. What they talking about, bro? That environment right there, bro. That that's that's every kid's dream to play play in that kind of environment, that kind of scenario. Don't matter. Got we got them, we got them. It don't matter. <laughs> it is. I'm telling you right now, it is so scary. I'm t- I'm literally telling y'all. Look look at me, guys. It is scary. The beginning of the end is here. I cannot say that enough. The beginning of the end is here. What you got, Ty? I mean, honestly, no. Like I said, man, like Michigan, at at some point, y'all was gonna have to beat us, cause yeah, of course, streets are meant to be broken. But Great. again, my thing is this: I feel like now with y'all winning, I don't want a repeat of the earlier 2010s where we lost 2011, we won 2012, and we kept winning. Excuse me, I don't think that's gonna happen, cause I feel like uh, we had the drought, we seen what happened. No one liked it. Uh, damn near Harbaugh lo- lo- almost lost his job because he he was about to get fired if he didn't win this game. Literally, me and my mom was like, they the the athletic department is like ready to just sign. Like, okay, his buyout, bro. His buyout was only four point like four point three million dollars, bro. That is chump change. He was gone. I don't care if he if he signed a three year extension, bro. That he was out the door. I promise you. I love Harbaugh. And I love what he has done, but he was about to be out the door. Honestly, if y'all would have played this last year and lost, he was going to be gone. And I don't. But I would. But that wouldn't have been fair because I, COVID. You you see what COVID did. COVID that would have not been fair. This if he, if we would have played y'all last year and then came back and played y'all again this year, I I would have gave him one more chance. If he would have lost last year and then if he would have lost this year, I would have gave him one. I would have gave him then the following year and then it would have been over. But again, we had to sit in that hyperbo- hyperbolic chamber, get right, come back this year, and then you know we we got the job done. But so just overall though, this was this was a, this was a game that Michigan just you know they des- they let's be real, y'all desperately needed this win. I mean, because I don't think y'all would have gone another year without trying to beat us when they end up losing. Because you know in the past, Michigan likes to shoot themselves in the foot. So. Hey. 
But hey, I also want to say Hassan Haskins needs to be up for something, bro. I something, mean, something. He needs to be. Uh, I can't remember if I seen seen it correctly. Uh, I think if him and uh Aiden Hutchinson got uh, National Player of the Week. I don't. I don't care about that. They need hardware. He needs hardware. He's not winning. He's not winning the Heisman. I'm just. I know he's that not, right but now. that's. Some, but also too, I don't think he's probably gonna win like the best running back award. That's some BS, bro. Because his numbers all year are top tier. Like you can't make up his numbers at all. Nah, nah. I I definitely agree with you. He definitely needs recognition. But I just think when you still got Kenneth Walker, granted he kind of been shut down like the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. You still got Travion Henderson from Ohio State, who had a crazy freshman year, when but, literally he lived up to his own height. But so. if you're, but you're like you just said, uh, Kenneth Walker been shut down. Haskins has not been shut down all year. He has been averaging like over seven yards a carry every game, <laughs> literally having over a hundred yards rushing literally every game. So if there, if just mind blows me like. I think that that just that just shows that, you know, we we got a little stigma against us. They don't they don't want to always give the Michigan fan or the Michigan player the uh, the look. But uh, hey, I'll, I'll keep not, my mouth shut. Hey, we ain't not saying about with you, man. We got three of the top best receivers. Ain't got no accolades coming towards them too. I'll give you that. That is crazy too. But hey, man, it, it's real. I'm telling you, the beginning of the end is here. Michigan, Michigan football. We on top, bro. We we coming. We coming. I'm predict. I'm predicting this right now. The next two, out of the three, next two games out of the next three years, we're winning. Book it now. We will see. We will see. But in other college news, I mean, the coaching the coaching changing that I've seen in the past few weeks, past few days is just mind blowing yeah, right now mind because. Blowing. Here I'm thinking, you know, Oklahoma, you know, granted they lost to Oklahoma State. You know, here I am thinking they about to go, you know, to a nice little New Year's Six Bowl, mm-hmm. probably play somebody good. You know, and then, of course, you know, at, after the game they asked uh, Lincoln Riley about that LSU job because he was uh, being linked to it. He shut that down. Well, little <laughs> did I know, I go on to Mr. Seth's story, and I see breaking news. USC has now fi- uh, hired – Lincoln Riley as a new head coach. I'm sorry, what? Right. Like, wh- when was this? When? Wh- where did this come from? I had to do a double take myself when I seen it. I was like, huh? Didn't he? Didn't y'all just look good? <laughs> this whole. I mean, granted, you benched your quote unquote star quarterback for another potential star quarterback in the making. And uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Um, but I don't know, man. It's, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like a bad fit. He. He sounds like he fits with the West Coast uh, offense, that that West Coast area, and I feel and he recruits heavily in California. So, Whoa. so I'm glad that you brought that up. Literally, the moment they said he left Oklahoma, all the five star recruits that Oklahoma has for 2023, literally Switch. all decommitted, and I feel like half of them will go to USC. Mm-hmm. Like oh. so. They're the top wide receiver in 2023, he's probably going to go to USC. The number one QB in 2023, well, yeah, the top dual threat QB, he'll be going to USC. And just other recruits that wanted to play for him, mm-hmm. they're going. They're probably going to go to USC. Do you think he's going to uh, get Caleb Williams and uh, Jack Malone? 
Or do you think he can? I think Caleb's going to stay, but Spencer Ryler, he has now entered the transfer portal, but USC is not one of his options. Mm. Where where they say? I, d- I didn't see his options yet. Uh, I think Oregon was one of them and a few other schools, but uh, that wasn't a shocker because I knew I probably knew that Spencer was going to be out the door too because this is how his season was starting out and how he got benched by a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I could see that. So, uh, but yeah, that, that happened, and then at the same time, though, too, man, just – Brian Kelly going mm-hmm. to Notre Dame. I mean, going to LSU. I especially did not see that coming because I'm like, huh? Go Tigers. Like, you literally are on the brink of making a second, no, third college football playoff appearance, and now you in the S- SEC. Go Tigers. <laughs> Love you, Coach O. <laughs> but, right, but it's just like. My thing is, like, why are y'all leaving before the bowl season even kicks off? Like, can y'all bro, leave that's stay the same, and finish out the season with bro, your team? It, the money, bro, is – there's no uh, – I mean, there's buyout clauses, but there's no penalty for them to just stay, like, for them to leave. So, they can leave without having any penalty against them. So, it's it's the Wild Wild West, for real, for real. You, if you get a good offer, you can be like, hey, I'm I'm up out of here, for real, for real. Because, like I, like I said, I still remember when Jeff Havley got that job at uh, Boston College, and he got – and he was literally his first year in as our D coordinator. I'm like, bro, what? You just got here. Yeah. But I was happy that he stayed with us through the playoff. So, I was happy about that. So, I just was – I would just assume a head coach would be like, hey, look, granted – I'm leaving, go to take another job, but I want to finish the season up with my dog, with my guys. So mm. let's go here, ball so, out, and I'll be out. So is uh, Lincoln Riley not finishing the rest of the year? No, it's that Bob Stoops will be the interim head coach going into the bowl game. How are you going to bring him back out of retirement? How's that possible? Like we just seen this thing on Fox Sports talking about the game. Now he about to coach in the bowl game. Right, that don't make no sense. How how's that work? I don't think I that's never. Them, that's them OU ties, man. They don't give a fuck. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could either. Like, be like, hey, until we get a coach, coach us until uh, we get one. But until then, yeah, you are a coach for right now. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that you could do that. Um, And then are, is it the same thing for uh, Brian Kelly? Oh, no, no. No, that nigga gone. Oh, yeah, that, they, um, duh, they just showed him on uh, TV uh, coming into uh, Baton Rouge. Yeah, no, nah, he he gone. He ain't coaching Notre Dame no more. Bro, what is happening? And then, But then, too, the state of Notre Dame, they were talking about some coaches that were trying to, uh, you know, be linked to them. They said Lou Fickle, and um, they said their defensive coordinator, Marcus Freeman, that they got from Cincinnati on, mm-hmm. Lou, on Lou Fickle's staff, so – Honestly, I don't know who's gonna be the head coach. I know that was gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Who's gonna who's gonna be the head coach for Oklahoma? You think? I have no idea. Like they like I was hearing stuff about Cliff Kingsbury, but he kind of shut shut that down. Mm-hmm. They, they were uh trying. Yeah, I don't think that would be. I mean, that would be a good fit, but I don't think it's it just doesn't appeal to me because the Cardinals are like. One of the top teams in the NFL right they now. They Super Bowl bounded. They can win the playoffs. Right. So it's like I don't feel. I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna This time to hit me though. I would not be shocked if the Oregon head coach uh, takes that OU job. Uh, Crystal Ball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because I mean, granted, yes, the Pac-12 is very trash. Um, they really do have issues trying to get in the playoff every year, but. You gotta look at his success rating out there. He he can get anyone he wants out there. He has literally full control. I'm not saying he won't be able to get full control at OU, but 
you got you got the machine going already out there. You just need you just need to be able to win that one critical game out there. That's the only thing. And isn't it funny how both now OU and Texas are both in a downward spiral, and both of them are going to the SEC. Bro, so. I told you that that was the worst decision they could have made, bro. Like some people say, like Lincoln Riley, he's running from uh, facing a Nick Saban in Alabama and the SEC and stuff like that. I'm just like. I mean, yeah, that could be true, but it's just like those defenses weren't able to withstand the SEC in the first place, anyway. So I mean, you literally, we were about to see six hundred plus yards in the in the SEC with those two teams in in that league. De- like their defense wasn't were their both their defenses were not going to be able to handle anything that was coming out of the South. I promise you that. And just think, if Lincoln would have stayed in in a Brian Kelly takes that LSU job, then you will see him versus Brian Kelly with LSU. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's just wild. It's really wild. You see how money plays a factor in a lot of decisions. Um, control. You see a lot of a lot of that. I don't know. It's just, it's going to be interesting though. It definitely is issuing a new era into college football. We're definitely about to see a lot a lot of changes happening. Granted a lot of changes a lot of changes have already been happening, but with the name with the name uh likeness clause Bobby like really in full effect now. Bro, some of these schools is about to take off. I'm telling you it's about to be bad. Right. So like uh but um also too to kind of um almost kind of wrap it up cuz there was some other stuff in pop culture wise that we can talk about but mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, the last thing about college football. So, long story short, um, at the time of this recording, you know, we was uh, watching the uh, little preview of the college football playoffs. So, if you had to kind of like, you know, name your top four going into next uh, Sunday, who do you think will be the top, uh, the last, the final four for the playoff? So, after all the uh, championship games and stuff. Right. Um so, I got – I think Georgia's going to beat Bama. I believe so, too, because after what I've seen, what they did against Auburn and how many times Bryce Young got sacked, I do not expect Georgia's defense to allow Alabama to get it back in the game. Um. So, Georgia's my one. Uh, Michigan's my two. Since mm, he's my three. Now that four spot. That four spot's hard. Because there's so many scenarios that can happen. We might get, we might see a pack, or we might see a Big Twelve team in there. I'm, I'm gonna say that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking too. Because honestly, Alabama does not deserve anything if they lose this game. But I'm saying it's gonna be crazy if they win, bro. Because we're gonna get two SEC teams in that bitch. <laughs> that's just period. I know. I that's a fact. That is a known fact. It's a fact, but that's that's so fucking annoying now, man. We've seen it like what twice. What? Four times. It feels like four times because we've seen that in what? Uh, 2017, 2017 with, with uh, Georgia and Alabama. Uh, who who else is in there? I'm thinking, but I'm I'm also going back to the uh, FBS when we had the uh, LSU and. Oh yeah, that was that trash both out. games. Both games were trash, honestly. But just so another SEC matchup in the playoff is stupid. I like, don't want to see – yeah, I don't want to see that. It's so, like it's like if the Big Ten can see a new face represent the uh, playoff, what makes you think the SEC can't? Mm-hmm. It's like y'all just need to keep having Alabama around because they're a big money grabber and it's Nick Saban. Right. Like, nah, Georgia – They want they want him to be br- the Brady of college football so bad. He already is that with I all mean, the yeah, rings he has. Right, right, right. But 
Like somebody else need a chance to get a ring, and I feel like Georgia can do it this year. They've been literally consistent all year. Mm-hmm. Shoot, they've been consistent for the past couple of years. They just haven't been able to get over that hump and also injuries and stuff like that. So this is this is their time to do it too. But I think Oklahoma State will be the fourth team in. Granted, again, Big Twelve football is very trash. <laughs> Defensive-wise, I'll say it is now, very true. Like I told you, too, I heard that their defense is number one in the nation, shockingly. Trust me, I'm the same way, too. But, honestly, after seeing what I've seen, when, how they played Oklahoma, and yep. I just had a feeling they were going to win because – That's full. I mean, it's fool's goal, bro. Because they can say – they're saying that Iowa's defense is uh, – what was it, like mid-pack, what, like 100 – or not, not 100, uh, like 18th – or something like that in total total defense. I mean, granted, they have good – I feel like they have a good uh, front seven. It's not even just that. Teams like Iowa, like, they're the type of program that does not change nothing. They run the same system consistently on offense and defense. They just plug and play. They just literally plug and play, and they be in the right position to make the right plays. It's just they don't know how to actually keep their foot on the gas once they have a good lead. They slow up and let the other team come back and win because we literally saw that this year. Yeah. But they're a defensive-driven team. Like, the team goes as far as their defense goes. Their offense isn't all that great. Offense is terrible. I'm going to say it right now. Right. We – Michigan should have no issues with uh, handling their offense. But at the same time, though, history has shown. Right. Last time y'all played Iowa, it actually became a smash-mouth last-possession game. I know. And it was – 2016 was a prime example. And that was the game that kept us out the fucking playoff. Excuse my French. But we should have been in the playoff that year. That we definitely definitely should have been in the playoff that year. That was the and that was Jim's second year. Second year coaching Michigan. Should have been in the playoff. That but you had some y'all had some weak old Washington Huskies get in there and got boo booed on. Not to mention we got shut out too. <sighs> I digress, but I'm just saying. I know. Uh, but yeah, know. What, but, uh, who, like, what's your four? I think we kind of got the similar thing. I got Georgia one. I got y'all two. I got Cincy at three, and I got Oklahoma State at two at four. But the dark horse is the Pac-12 because Oregon and Utah they have their rematch from um, a few weeks ago. When but where are they? I can't remember where they're ranked at. Where I think I think Oregon is still in the top ten, but Utah is like. I think they're too they're too far yeah, out. Yeah, they're too far out, but just still just but it's not even just about that too. It's just like the teams that are like still within that range. So like y'all we're in that range, Notre Dame is in that range. And that's about it. Yeah, so it's like it's a lot of scenarios, but again, I just I don't I don't feel like Alabama is gonna win. Mm-hmm. I just I just really don't. This is the year Bama goes down. Um honestly I think about this, man. If Alabama really does lose, this will probably be the first time ever that Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State are all three not in the playoffs. Look yet. at look at this. And literally, as we're watching, as we're recording right now, again, this is the uh, Lincoln Riley effect. Mal- Malachi Nelson, a five star QB that committed to Oklahoma, has decommitted from Oklahoma, and more likely will commit to SC soon. No, it says he's commit. He commits to SC. He already committed. <laughs> See already. Hey, hey. Remember what you said about old dude, Damani Jackson? Yeah. I would not be shocked if he recommits to Oklahoma, uh, to USC now that Lincoln Riley's saying. there. That's what I'm saying. So, that was the whole thing I was saying the whole time. It was like, 
with Lincoln Riley coming to USC, and he was already committed, quote unquote. Like I said, I thought he was already still committed while uh, they were still looking for a head coach. But I don't know. He was, like I said, Ty, he was in. But, but again, what did I tell you? His cousin told me. She said he does not. He does not play good in the cold. Granted, that atmosphere was electric. I understand. Yes, that yes, any recruit would love to be in an atmosphere like that. But if you know how you play, if you can't, if you're not good in the cold, what makes you think you want to go to a cold state when you have a, honestly, a more better high-profile coach that's that's coming to your state? For a team that you just decommitted from. Sound, it sounds good. Because you got to think, he's like half of his staff is going with him too. Oh, yeah, that's that's fine, Ty. So, it sounds good, so bro. So you said that you think he might commit to Michigan, but honestly, I think he might recommit to USC. I am booking that. It sounds good, yo. But I'm telling you. It, it both, it, it, it both sounds good, but I'm just being realistically. I'm telling you, bro. That, honestly, like, let's, that, let's just keep it real, though. Let's, it, let's, let's be real, though. Who has. Let's just. Let's keep it real. Who has who had a better success rate in their college uh, coaching careers? Lincoln Riley. How many appearances has he had in the playoff? Three or four. I give you. That. I'm not this. I'm not fighting that at all. But I'm just again. I am telling you that, Nigga, feel, that another, feeling goes a long way. But you already way, have another bro. five star Q, uh, DB on the 2022 class. That's fine. We. But I'm telling you, if we get both of them, it's wraps. It's over. It is so up for everybody in the country. We, I am putting everybody on notice. If we get both of them. Y'all already have one of them. If we get the other one, it is so bad. It is over. I, honestly, I truly believe he's going to recommit to USC. I, 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 I don't I, know, honestly, I see it. I'm sorry. I see it. Um, I see it. Was it National Signing Day and went in all the uh, All-Star games or – I think National Signing Day is like in December because they have it twice. Yeah, they're. Uh, not, uh, I think it's in like two weeks, and then I can't remember when the uh, the All Star games are coming. But that's I, like that's like in a late July. No, no, or early July. No, like late January, early February. Oh yeah, I, I keep on getting yeah, my fault. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll find we'll definitely find out because I think that's when he's going to make his announcement. It's going to be National Signing Day or during one of the. Uh, all-star games. I think it's going to be during, like, the first national signing uh, period. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be that. <sighs> I'm telling just you. So he can get it, just so he can get it out the way. He ain't got to wait much longer. But Ty, I'm telling you, bro. If we I, get no, both, I hear you. I hear you. But I just feel like he's going to he's going to recommit to USC. It I'm is. just being honest. Because now you got to think, Lincoln Riley has not put this program back in the national championship spotlight. It's so up. I'm telling you. It I'm is saying, up. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. It's up. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh my God, it's so up. I swear. Cause, well, just think about that. Think y'all y'all are gonna have another somewhat somewhat three headed monster, correct? Because you guys got Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, like, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad you brought that up. So, like, how I see our offense looking ne- next year, other than the QB and running back, that's already yeah, you know, well that's known. solidified. Yeah. So. Starting with our O line because we're losing Darren Mumford, we're losing a Nicholas Petitfier. So um, I was about to say, is that is that O line getting demolished? I'm saying de- demolished as in like, is it getting broke broke apart? Like not everybody? not necessarily because, like I said, we have pretty much like four tackles on the on the um D line. So really, it's going to be reconstructed. I guess you can say that. But so, are they all? Is it was it senior led? Is what I'm getting at. 
it was two seniors on that line. Most oh, okay. Of, the rest of them are like uh, uh, redshirt freshmen and sophomores. Oh, okay. So you guys got it. yeah, we'll be cool. Mm-hmm. But um, as how I see it, um, Eric Johnson is he's moving back out to his natural position, which is uh tackle. So he'll be the left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Harry Miller coming back because he had a lower leg injury. He was supposed to be our starting center, but you know he was hurt. So Luke uh, Whipler he kind of stepped up in a big way. But um, if I'm smart. I will put uh, Harry Miller back at uh, left guard and just keep in a rolling with uh, Whipler unless Harry Miller does so, show something better. Mm-hmm. So I'll put uh, Harry Miller at left guard, Whipler at center. Now, my thing is we have a debate on the right side at, le- at right guard because we have Matthew Jones from when he do- when it, from when he's coming to the games, he stepped up and played his position uh, g- good. And then we also too, we have a five star uh, guard in uh, Donovan Jackson, who uh, had a lot of praise coming out of uh, Texas in high school. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a battle between that and also a few other key pieces that uh, that we got in the recruiting class previous years. Um, I remember again. I remember last year when we played Michigan State, where literally the entire O line was uh, out with COVID, mm-hmm. and they played the backup and they held their own. Right. So, we'll see about that. But then at the same time, too, like, Dewan Jones, I mean, granted, he is your prototypical tackle, 6'8", 3-plus, can move his feet well. But when it comes to pass protect, um, I kind of need to work on that, sir, because <laughs> Hutchinson was on your ass the entire game. Bro, he was in his head for real. He didn't know what to do. Exactly. So, that's how I see the O-line. But now, wide receivers. I think, finally, Ohio State Nation will finally get to see what Julian Fleming really is all about because, I mean, when we got him out of uh, Penn Pennsylvania, knowing that, you know, he was linked to Penn State. The fact that we still laying at him in that recruiting area, I was so happy about it. But, like, a lot of hyped-up uh, five-star kids that we get or a lot of hyped-up recruits we get overall is just be a few injuries that slow them down. I'm like, and it's like, damn, like, he just had to get hurt. But mm-hmm. he's back healthy and – He was looking He was looking a little uh, – I don't know. He, he looked a little out of it during the mission game. It wasn't even just that. <laughs> he it, looked it's a like little... My thing is, like, why was this dude back on kickoffs when we had a Mecca Buka bag for – for, for the game last week, but I don't know. But I think uh, he's gonna step up in a big way to let pe- to let re- people reassure reassure himself. Like, hey, I was the number one uh, wide receiver coming out of high school, so I'm not dude. Exactly. Now, so, so but what? also too, but also too, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's but he's the number one. He, exactly. He he is he is a five star version of what KJ Hill is. Because mm, I was about to ask you. So you seen the dynamic with all three this year with Olave, Garrett, and uh, Jackson. Smith. Yeah. So was it? In my opinion, was it Garrett? Garrett was the number one. I would say that, yeah. Garrett was one. Because you saw the difference in when he was out when we played Nebraska. Because mm-hmm. Gar- Garrett is the one that will get you all. I mean, granted, both Garrett and uh, Nick Jibba Smith, they both get you the uh, the playmaking ability. And they, you get can, you, and they get you the downs that you need to get. Yeah. And then Olave, he's your deep threat. And he'll he'll just catch any. Both of them, all, all of them will ca- catch the ball regardless. Right. But they, they have their own, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, they had their own style styles of play. Yeah, styles of play that they fit well in that offense. But even even Alave and Wilson both said that yeah, we're great, but Smith he better than all of us. Mm, so now so that's that's saying something right there. But my cousin even said this too. Like the reason why Jackson he's the better one is because he he can catch uh, passes in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's NFL type wide receiver stuff. Yeah. So now with both of them probably leaving. Oh no no, Garrett's Garrett's gone. I've been saying that since his junior year in high school. He's mm-hmm. a three year starter in college and he is. 
is out. Yeah, and Olave, he's gone too. Yeah, he's a senior, so yeah, he that was already bound to happen. Um, so what are the roles now? Smith, uh, Smith, Smith is number one. Smith is he's number one, but he's he's still he got that slot position on lock. But at the same time too, we got Emeka Ibuka, and when he's gotten in the game, he was electric too. So I would not be shocked if I see him in the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. and our two outside receivers are going to be Marvin Harrison and Julian Fleming. Okay, interesting, interesting. But like I said, Ty, don't don't let don't let our don't let the second don't let our secondary get elite, bro. Don't let us hey don't get, let don't let don't let our secondary get back to elite status too. Cause Denzel Burke, he's coming back. We got a guy. We got guys like Jordan Hancock. We got guys like uh, Jacalyn Johnson waiting to play. So we'll be ready. And we got a lot of a lot of great uh, DBs in the 2022 class that's gonna be coming in soon too. So hey man, what I, from what I seen this this past weekend, and then the recruits that we buy that are about coming, I'm on the Damani Jackson train. He's coming to Michigan. Yeah. I'm being honest. He's going back to USC. He's coming to Michigan. We gonna see. After seeing that game, he's coming to Michigan. We're doing it. And if we get both Johnson and Jackson. Oh my God. Johnson's moving to safety. I'm sorry. He's six three. That's not gonna work out for a a DB. I'm just being honest. Oh no. He's he's gonna move. He's gonna move to safety. They're gonna move into safety. He fits. He fits. uh, He has a safety built. Hey. I mean, I won't be mad at that because uh, Vincent Gray. He showed me a lot. I've been said that. He. I didn't have a lot of faith in him because he was getting he was getting burnt earlier in the year too. So. But like when he when it was crunch time, he did step up, and I've been and I've been told you that. So I I won't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that. But hey, man. It's going to be crazy. But getting into our uh, pop culture topic, sir, what, what would you want to uh, dive into? I uh, just want to give a shout out to the beautiful and the youngest 41-year-old I've ever seen, Miss Ashanti, for winning the Lady of Soul um, at the Soul Training Awards this uh, past Sunday. So, mm-hmm. so congrats to her. Oh, and um, Round of applause. Let me, get, let me get that going. There you go. And look, like, like, real quick, what did I say? We dropped the seven. Mm-hmm. I, f- I figured that. That was. Yeah, so I wasn't talking about that. And also, too, uh, just a uh, recipe to, to Mr. Uh, Virgil, uh, man. Uh, man, that that was really crazy. I didn't think, I didn't know he had cancer. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either, man. Like, I was like, wait, what? I don't know. I just, it's it's just crazy. I, some real, I feel like it's some real Illuminati type shit going on, bro. Like, there is no reason for literally all our black, uh, all, all of black ele- excellence just to be wiped out like this because literally it's like a continuous thing it's like it's going it's not even uh pairs of threes anymore it's like really pairs of fours like niggas is really dropping like fly and it is really concerning me right now i'm like i don't understand what's happening if it's not if it's not due to a gun violence niggas is dying from cancer if it's not cancer niggas is dying from drugs those are like the three main things that's taking us out i'm like i just don't understand but yeah shout out to uh, uh the family of uh virgil um definitely will be missed definitely a staple and icon in uh the fashion world fashion world like, black black uh black entrepreneurship you know dude was literally the he was the man at louis he was the man at louis he was a plug then, at louis and then once he came out with that off-white brand it was, man, it was over with it's just it's just crazy bro it really is crazy um yeah. And uh, also, too, shout out to the beautiful Rihanna for getting uh, recognized in her home country of Barbados. Uh, I think they at water where they water like it's not like a prime minister thing, but like it's like in that status of an award that she got from. So she she kind of she's kind of like a um, what's the word I want to use? Like uh, a designated like she's like a con- not a consultant, but like she on behalf of Barbados, they can be like, hey, you want to go uh, just show face to anything that like our, our nation would want to be be at, something kinda. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like too that. political though. I probably I'm it's pretty not, sure it's not too. It's not too political, but it's it's around that area. Of, yeah, yeah. of it. But yeah, so congrats to her. Mm-hmm. But it just oh, hold on, round of applause, my fault, y'all. Did it deserve that one? 
And now I'm hearing rumors she might be pregnant. Shit. I mean, ASAP. I mean, if ASAP, dude, I would have been in there ASAP. <laughs> I would have been there ASAP Rocky. The fuck? I mean, shoot. Shout out to ASAP. I mean, you're a smart man. You, you about to be Billy's up after that. After that, I mean, there's, there's nothing much more to say after that. Congratulations if that's true. Um, definitely be definitely be interesting to see what their baby looks like. And we know, I know for a fact that baby will be dripped out to the head to toe. <laughs> that that baby will have all the clothes. Will have all just yeah. i mean when you got two fashion people as your parents you you were just born into drip yeah so fashion icons for sure so yeah but anyway man we're gonna wrap this podcast up man it was just like i said man last last saturday was just a lot and then just in college football alone was still a lot with all these coaching changes that just happened so mm, georgia coming in coming in at one we're and coming like, in at and, two. At, and at the time of this recording we're watching the uh Basketball rank. rankings right now, and yeah. as we're not surprised, is Georgia at one, Michigan at two, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Alabama will, will more likely be three, and Cincinnati will probably be four. four. And so I'll put Oklahoma. It'll be Oklahoma State and Baylor at five and six. Then damn, they did that on purpose then for the for the championship game. <laughs> right, right. This is where I hate when they do. It's all like their they stalling for no yeah. reason. Like y'all know who's the third spot, and y'all know who the fourth spot is. Just go ahead and put that in. Yeah, Cincinnati, please just go back to that fourth spot. Mm-hmm. And oh no, it's going to be interesting. Interesting though, uh, this this weekend for uh, championship games is going to be interesting. Um, because we got two rematches of games that were already played, and then we got you know two. Well, the major one, honestly, I think is going to be Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, that, that's the that's really going to be the deciding factor for is the Georgia and Alabama game. Because I don't care what people say, like the past three weeks, Alabama has been very suspect. Sus. Yeah, that because uh... the LSU game was won, the Arkansas game was won, and then the Auburn game. Real quick, I'm watching that game at home, and I'm seeing them get to Bryce Young. And side note, I didn't know T.J. Flint, uh, Finley from LSU transferred to Auburn. Yeah, <laughs> he, I, I feel like I've been seeing him a lot of places these past. Uh, it's like years. I did not know that, but even when I was watching this game, I'm just like Auburn, y'all have the ball in your court. Just close the game out with a late field goal or something. Now, do you think if Bo Nix was playing? And they were playing like that, then, yeah, I think Auburn wins. But still, though, it's just – Hey, he's not his daddy. Right. It's just like (laughs) still, though, like Auburn, y'all had every chance to beat these dudes Mm -hmm. at Auburn. Since he got four. Right. Like y'all had all the chances to beat them, but y'all let them come back in four overtimes. And this is why I have Jameson Williams because he got ejected for targeting. Right. So that means he's sending out half of the game in the against Georgia. Mm-hmm. I got Oklahoma State at five. And Baylor at six. Damn, they did that shit on purpose. Oh! oh! Notre Dame at six. No, my bad. No, no actually, I, I saw, they, I, they, saw, I saw uh, Baylor, they were, they were like eight or yeah, nine. Yeah, they're eight. They're behind y'all. Yeah, so, so yeah, I did see that. But, I mean, it would make sense that they did have them there. But, I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah. Hey man, we will we will be back uh, next week. Um, we will Hopefully. give <laughs> we we will give our uh, I don't want to say predictions. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll give we we gonna give our overall take of championship Saturday and yeah. then just give y'all our uh, predictions after this upcoming Sunday when the playoff final final rankings come out mm-hmm. and then the bowl and then the course of bowl games that are gonna be made. So quick uh. Quick question: Where do you think you guys are going? You think the Rose Bowl? I want the Rose Bowl, but if y'all, again, this is a major if, but I don't see this happening. If y'all were to lose to Iowa, y'all going to the Rose Bowl? 
I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I, I mean, let me not say I wouldn't be mad because I would be mad. But but at the end of the day, y'all already know what the biggest win for y'all is. So y'all can just still gloat about that. Yeah, duh. I, I just want the Big Ten. I want we, – we got our win. We got, we beat y'all. I want the Big Ten championship. Uh, college football playoff, Not I'm not really too invested into that this year because, you know – You think next year might just be the year y'all – like you say, y'all run the tide again. Oh, man. If we – I'm telling you, bro. If we if we get this recruiting class looking like it's how it's supposed to be or how it can look like, oh my god! So like y'all and Penn State in the same boat when Penn State got all their uh, restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I'm putting this out there now. Uh, Jim Harbaugh will also be receiving uh, a ten year contract, probably within the. That's ne- another thing, real quick, before we wrap up. What is with these fucking ten year contracts? Niggas Mel Tucker. Is- I mean that Brian Kelly. That kind of Mel Tucker makes sense though. A He's only bit. this is what his second year his se- at hey, Michigan and what, State. And what did he do his first two years? I mean, yeah, Grant. Wait, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he did beat y'all. What did he do his first his his first two years were nuts. Yeah, he did beat y'all twice. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, no, we don't gotta relive. That's another thing too. We should really be undefeated right now, yo. If we really if we really think about this, we should really be undefeated. Oh my goodness, bro. We should hey, be undefeated. Hey, tell that to tell that to Harbaugh and Gaddis about the Michigan State game. Damn, we should really be undefeated. Like, that makes oh my god, we should be undefeated. We had these niggas thirty to fourteen at half. All we had to do was just come out, maybe score like one more touchdown. And just stop them, and that was that was the game, bro. But it's all right though. We that was we obviously needed that. We obviously needed to uh, to humble ourselves. We needed to get refocused, as you can see. So, hey man, it is what it is. So, with that, we will wrap it up with probably another uh, few songs for the Patreon form. But on the YouTube side, it's your boy Ty. It's your boy Seth, and we are out of here. Speak your mind 2.0 SYN Networks. Speak your mind. Um, okay, for Patreon, I'm trying to think. I kind of had a, a song in my head, but I think I lost it. So let me see if I can find it in here. <laughs> um,. I'm going to go ahead and play some... Oh, no. Duh. I know what I'm about to play. Where is my search bar? Uh, 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 uh. Where is my search bar at? Bro, where is my shit at?
Here we go. Uh, this song is Beginning to the Ending by Blast and Bino. It's only fitting because it's the beginning of the end for them Buckeyes. You dig what I'm saying? That is it, y'all. It's your boy, Seth. It's your boy, T.Y. And we going. Speak your mind. 2.0 S.Y.N. Networks. Speak your 